Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the incoming nerf to the recluse coming to Destiny. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. It'll bring you right to my Twitch channel. I'm usually live when these hit the feeds. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit like and subscribe as well. That's an easy way to support me. Now, I know I'm going to get a lot of comments just like when I made my video about Ikelos, and then everyone's like, you got your way, congratulations. Listen, when these guns become outliers and then they get nerfed, we have to be clear about this. Bungie is not taking their marching orders from Reddit or YouTubers or streamers. If you believe that, you have zero clue about how Bungie actually makes balancing decisions. What you actually end up finding is that Reddit and YouTubers and streamers, we tend to be vocal mouthpieces about outliers and inconsistencies in the game and a lot of times once we put our finger on those things and the rest of the community starts to say yeah this feels kind of silly this feels kind of strong and then Bungie responds by nerfing those items or those outliers I'm going to continue to point to the September 26 blog post as the reasoning from Bungie that a 67% a 67% damage buff from Rampage was too high therefore if you apply that logic to all damage perks Master of Arms needed addressed so i want to get that out of the way because i know a bunch of you're going to run to my comments and be like thanks you whiny scrub you got our gun nerfed you're a freaking loser we're so angry quit breaking our toys in general it's not youtubers it's not reddit it's not the forums it's not twitch streamers we are just the ones that tend to be the ones you hear from about these issues when they become outliers and Master of Arms was a clear outlier on the bell curve of potential damage on a weapon. So that's my polite way of saying, shut the frick up. Okay, so what did Bungie say is what I'm going to start with. Secondly, I'm going to say, stop nerfing and start buffing. That's usually a comeback people make whenever this happens. One-Eyed Mask is getting hit too. I'll do a separate video about that. And then I'm going to end by saying, use something else. Just use something else. Just shut up, Lono. Shut up, all you crybabies, and just use other weapons. Okay, I'm going to try to address those, all those things. So what did Bungie uh, actually say? All right, so the first thing they said was seeking balance. They said, over the last year, we've made various changes to the sandbox of Destiny 2. Some weapons have been brought down, some armor has been brought up, and the meta has shifted from class to class. Coming next season, the sandbox will evolve once more. This week, we're going to look at two of the notorious items that you may have heard about. So these changes, as far as we can tell, won't be coming until next season, which is a couple of weeks away. So the recluse is what we're talking about in this particular video. They're going to change the effects of Master of Arms. They're going to remove the precision damage modifier. It will continue to receive a damage bonus from Master of Arms, but damage will not default to precision values when the perk is active. So what's going to happen now is you're still going to get a multiplier on precision shots. So PC players that have gotten really good with this weapon are still going to melt your freaking face in Crucible, which may be deserved, may not. I don't know. They may have to revisit this in another season to say, you know, it's still really absurdly fast in PvP on on PC because of the you know the, the lack of recoil and mouse aim being like a laser in the right hands, and that you know that multiplier is still absurdly high. But it's not going to be as mindless. It's not going to be this ninety. 3% damage buff to body shots which makes you just absolutely melt everything in PvE and then obviously makes it kind of mindless and kind of stupid uh, in Crucible as well it's going to be less of a thoughtless gun and more of a you better be really good with it and better hit your shots kid or it's not going to be that great again we may have to spend a season with it to consider if it needs to be addressed again now again just to be clear about the nerf 
Dylan confirms on Twitter, the Master of Arm perks defaults all damage to crit, okay? You can spray at a boss or an enemy and hit their body and it gives damage buff and crit damage. Now you have to aim for the head. So that's essentially the change that is coming. That was their thought process behind it. That's what's going on. So they're taking aim at what was making the weapon too strong. Not in the fact that it's it's too strong, but in the fact that it's like you you have to actually hit crits now for the gun to perform at its absolute best. So it'll still be good, probably the best still on PC. Uh, if you play with a controller, you're going to have to figure out ways to get the thing to be really stable. Maybe throw counterbalance on it and see if you can counteract it and hit those and hit those crit shots. I don't know about PVE. This will probably leave room for weapons like the you know a swashbuckler roll on the subjunctive or something like that you're going to have other other smgs that have that high rate of fire because you know the 900 the 900s are really really nice if you think about it whenever you're using a lot of the smgs in the game right now one of the reasons they feel so strong is they raise base damage on them uh and the reason that they feel so strong with base damage exit strategy is another 900 rpm that's that, that a lot of people are kind of setting their sights on because you can get threat re- threat detector that gives you the reload stability and handling when enemies are in close proximity you stack that onto swash uh, and then ricochet and then stability here really really nice feel to the gun uh, with those things procking and a lot of that stability uh, and then on top of swash swash is kind of rambunctious you go in you get that punch you get that times five really really nice uh, and then if you don't want to go into uh, gambit which is understandable I have zero freaking clue to go uh, I'm sorry zero freaking desire to go into Gambit another really good uh, one to go for is the subjunctive which is in Vex offensive this gun can roll with some really really great rolls uh, and it it can get that swash now maybe you don't like 900s if you like 600s the every waking moment comes from the lector and you can get some really good rolls on this as well so if you're fans of SMGs this is going to open up the playing field a little bit and recluse will still be good but it'll be no longer the king now I want to address things that are commonly said whenever these things happen stop nerfing and start buffing okay we had this discussion this morning the game right now if you don't use the recluse if you go into above level content so if you go into anything that's 750 if you go into the vex offensive or the public spaces you know everything feels pretty good except for auto rifles still need some help i think i still think auto rifles auto rifles need help in pve they don't feel that great but hand cannons pulses and smgs all feel really really good when you're above level everything feels pretty good pretty lethal gets the job done the problem with the recluse is that always made you feel like you were overpowered something that bungie really has worked for is that you always feel like you're somewhat under threat and that you're at level of the content now when you're under level the content i do think the 980 nightfalls and the 980 nightmare hunts thankfully add enough pressure and enough pain that recluse is not one of the go-to weapons in those environments maybe you use it for anti-barrier but getting that close can be tough i think and so one of the things i like to run in the 980 nightmare hunts is ariana's vow and then my buddies run izanagi's or you can run divinity with izanagi's but again you're changing your loadout to meet those unique pain points and i think that's one of the reasons why recluse needed be to be brought down because if you weren't in those very unique 980 environments where you're under delta or there's champions recluse was basically the i feel overpowered and again i'm applying the logic from bungie that if a 67 percent damage buff from rampage times three pre-shadow keep if that was too high then a 93 percent is obviously even higher and absurd to leave on a gun like this especially with as fast as it shoots so 
PvE is in a great spot with feeling of there's this feeling of having power and needing power. PvE is in a really nice spot and they needed to rein in Recluse. One of the reasons that we feel I think appropriately powerful in the right environments right now is they reined a lot of things in and now they're in a position where they can start to say what are new perks we could come up with what are unique perks more powerful perks what are different builds we could come up with because they've kind of brought everything down into a reasonable place I'm not even talking about recluse when I say that rampage and other damage perks needed to be kind of reined in because right now a lot of people are finding that running demolitionist is really enjoyable that might not have happened if you were continuing to run around with your god roll rampage primary weapon so outliers need to be adjusted whenever you're making big changes like this Bungie made a bunch of big changes and outliers need addressed the other thing that needs to be said about like stop nerfing and start buffing I think in a more precise way we do need to ask for helpful changes and not just just buff everything to recluse's lethality Bungie and let us just melt everything and then we're fine like now it's a level playing field number one then it's no longer pinnacle I don't think people realize when they ask for that like oh just start buffing everything well just a second ago weren't you saying that this thing won't be pinnacle anymore it should feel pinnacle it should feel awesome if you buff everything number one you're making that thing not as amazing and number two you're trivializing the content instead of making it feel like you've got to be thoughtful about your loadout thoughtful about your guns thoughtful about the content we have to be in a position where we don't feel that strong all of the time and I use the 980s as an example of why that content feels so good I do have criticisms of the 980 nightmare hunts but still the specific things they do need to look at now, though, would be Breakneck and the Redricks. Those got absolutely obliterated, and I think those need some help. Hopefully, when they start addressing sandbox changes for next season, maybe the Breakneck and the Redricks can get you know brought up out of the trash can that they got put into. Uh, it's unfortunate those things got absolutely decimated while the Recluse went untouched for an entire season, but it's whatever. Lastly, I want to address the, th- you know, the criticism. Use something else. Use something else. What's the problem? I get why people say this, but it misses the point. In PvP, you feel like you have to run outlier builds to compete if everybody's running the outlier build if everybody's running the thing that's absurdly strong you you feel like you have to run it and in and in pve it basically makes everything feel like you're over leveled and the only times you kind of put the recluse away is when you go into really really unique niche content like master nightmare hunts or master nightfalls generally the rest of the game when it went once you're at delta this gun makes you feel like you're over leveled overpowered and that's something that bungie has been working against okay so telling people just to use something else is not really an answer to the problem we want this game to get into a place where there's customization there is a there's this idea of freedom and your you know armor 2.0 and your and your and your builds and that's difficult to do when you have outlier weapons i will concede that tons of things need to be looked at to be buffed there's a lot of exotic weapons and a lot of exotic pieces of armor that need help but again we're doing that in the context of raising things and helping things so there's diversity in the game and there's freedom of choice and this is one weapon in particular that just completely ran away uh, with the damage output on the bell curve well outside and needs to be brought in this leaves room for new weapons this leaves room for new perks new builds and new power and they can't do that if they've got outliers in the game so I know I'm going to get hate for this that's fine you can hate on me uh, just like when Ikelos got nerfed and we said it needed to be and it was going to happen people are going to maybe start to learn that outliers always get adjusted whether YouTubers make videos or not so after, as all as with all of my videos we're going to go to question and answer next if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify or watching on YouTube you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com as always please like, share and subscribe 
Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about the incoming nerf to the recluse. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. If I'm not live, you can always follow the Twitch channel or hit like and subscribe on YouTube. Also helps me out. Going to jump right into the questions. I want time to play Star Wars today. And uh, Ghost with the first question. Do you think the recluse nerf is more targeted PvP or PvE? I think we'll probably still be pretty good in PvE. I actually think it's going to hit both pretty well. Um, I think people that use mouse and keyboard will feel this a little less because they're probably accustomed to zeroing in on those crit shots and that's still going to be a really, really great way to use this weapon. But I do think the the PvE and PvP controller users are going to feel this probably the most because of the just the spray, the body spray that you can do with this, especially when you use it in places like Garden of Salvation where there's a lot of Vex. Um, there's a lot of Vex and you're not able to hit those crits as consistently, so you just tend to kind of spray. Uh, and it's really, really strong, you know, Minotaurs and everything else. You're just kind of going mid-body spray. Uh, same thing in Crucible, a lot of thoughtless damage, uh, thoughtless and easy damage. So we have to also remember this is coming hand-in-hand hand with the one-eyed mask nerf. So you're not going to run into those Godzilla tanks in, 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 in PvP where they have an overshield and they have Master of Arms proc. And I mean, they are just running and gunning. It's going to take a little bit more finesse and a little bit more precision to still be a really strong weapon. That's, I think, going to be the main criticism that people more than likely make is controller users on PC uh, are probably going to complain a ton because they're still going to get melted by it and they're going to be mad because they know that it's because somebody's using mouse and keyboard. Uh, And I don't know what the proper response to that is. Should Bungie just say, no, that's fine. It's fine to have a weapon that has that that insane fast TTK because somebody's got really great aim. Um, I I, I still think you would want to compare its lethality, like at its absolute best, I would want to compare it to a hand cannon with kill clip. Um, or something like that. I think the danger is you don't even have to reload it. So and it reloads really fast. Like I don't know. I my biggest concern is even if you want to argue, oh, it's deserved for it to be killing people that fast if you hit your precision shots. I would question how difficult is it to hit those precision shots versus you know a three tap on a hand cannon, uh, and what's the time difference between a three tap on a hand cannon and a recluse with master proct. Because I still think there's going to be a concern there that it's going to be a laser beam and the time to kill might still be absurd. Now, in, in PvE, if you're consistently hitting crits in PvE and, you know, this gun's one of your go-tos, I'm a little bit more okay with that because PvE is different. You're not, you're not, you're not competing with a Vex or a, or a Fallen on how fast you can kill each other the way that you are in Crucible. Crucible is basically who can kill the other guy faster. And that's why TTK is such a concern in Crucible, always, because time to kill, that's what TTK stands for, uh, time to kill being absurdly fast on one gun and then all other guns not being close to that time to kill generally makes everybody kind of funnel to that weapon. Um, so that's more than likely going to be where the debate lands next season is mouse and keyboard um, is, is just going to make it so, so still such a good weapon. Someone in chat is saying, I don't know if this is accurate, time to kill on Recluse is like 0.47 seconds with Master of Arms, a 150 hand cannon is like 0.8. So it sounds like, if that's accurate, and I've seen the 0.8 thrown around before, um, I don't know how you can shoot, I don't know how you can shoot three bullets from a hand cannon in less than a second, that, that doesn't, that doesn't, 
That doesn't make sense to me. On a 150, can you rack off three shots in less than one second? That seems a little exaggerated. In any case, if it is, if it is that much uh, faster. Oh, the first shot is at zero. So you're shooting two shots in less than a second on a 150. Okay. I'd never really gotten this deep into the throes of the time to kill debate, but I'm just anticipating that's what people are going to focus on. Uh, a, a, a Yush says, do you think that Onslaught on Breaknet should be buffed or work as it's supposed to since the Recluse is nerfed? Onslaught on Breakneck should be both. I think both the Breakneck and the Redrix are going to need looked at. I think they're. I think they both are going to need help um, because they basically got destroyed. Um, I don't necessarily know why they did it. It seemed. It seemed like a, an unnecessary change. There were a lot of. Uh, there were a lot of guns that 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 got uh, sort of helped by the changes, but those two just got absolutely obliterated. Uh, the breakneck actually does negative damage, so your damage your damage uh, efficiency goes down after it procs, which is just crazy. So they're going to have to fix those weapons. I, I I would be surprised if they don't. If they look at next season and they just like leave Redrix and Breakneck alone, um, I don't have a substantive argument for Redrix, but I know for a fact that like Breakneck has been destroyed. So they're going to need to fix Breakneck, and I would I don't know. Uh, I would hope I would hope that they would fix that. Um, Clay Tongs, how do you feel about interrupting healing mechanics in the place of immunity phases? Stop the boss from healing rather than fight more ads. Think of the escalation protocol ogre with the healing thrall. I like that mechanic just fine. I think more mechanics like that would be okay, uh, especially if you're in an environment where you can organize with your team. That was one of the fun things about Escalation Protocol is if you got a bunch of people in there and you could be organized and stop that healing mechanic, it was pretty satisfying. Um, We were discussing Nightmare Hunt bosses. That's why this question's in here. I think the Nightmare Hunt boss fight mechanic is on paper not terrible, but it's inconsistent and stupid. I mean, that's the nicest way to put it. It's just really, really stupid. Um, they give you three ways to do tons of damage in nightmare, uh, fights. You get the Supreme Nightmare Crusher, Nightmare Banisher, and Nightmare Breaker. The, the leader there being Banisher because it increases your super energy. So they give you that. That's one thing they give you. Then they give you Unstable Essence in the actual fight itself. And then they give you Oppressive Darkness Grenades. So they added all these things this season, which in the thematically tell you, here's a way to do tons of damage. And when you do tons of damage to the Nightmare Hunt boss, it breaks the immunity mechanic and you actually end up missing damage phases. That needs fixed. Uh, I would argue that they need to fix that sooner than later because nightmare hunts are a pillar activity that rotate weekly and were added with shadow keep. And I think ignoring that's going to be a huge disappointment. I think they are. I think they're going to ignore it. And I think that is unfortunate. Um, so I don't think new content should be that poorly designed. And especially when they're so close, I said it, they're so close. You know, that star Wars meme, you were this close to greatness. It's like that with Nightmare Hunts, especially at Master. They're so close to being really, really good. Like, our first sort of taste and sampling of action, MMO, and what that looks like in Destiny. And they're really, really close. They're right there. Uh, But 
inconsistent ad spawns I think maybe needs addressed. I wouldn't die. I'm not going to die on that hill. I will die on the hill of saying that the Nightmare Hunt boss fights need fixed because they actually, I think, they ruin the content. Um, I think they ruin the content to the point that we were doing the Crota time trial and he skipped a damage phase, which makes zero freaking sense. It makes zero sense. Uh, for them to do that, to, to, to skip a damage phase. Because of all the fights, Crota's damage phases should be the most predictable, and he still skipped the damage phase on us, which, I, again, is just ridiculous. Coffee Calla with 24 months. That's a long time to resub. Thank you so much, Coffee. That's a gold badge. Box Alarm with the next question. Lono, with the incoming nerf to rec- uh, Recluse, do you have a prediction on where the weapon meta will turn at all? Recluse will still be god tier PC as I said because of the because of mouse and keyboard. Um, Whiskey River, thanks for the brand new Prime sub. I appreciate you using your Prime sub on my channel. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes and enjoy ad-free viewing. Uh, we haven't had a lot of new subs lately. That's totally fine, but so I haven't had a chance to say this. If you guys are sick of seeing ads on Twitch cuz they got they're pretty they're pretty aggressive, you will never see an ad here if you are a sub. That's the best I can do for you. If I could turn them off altogether, I would. Um my prediction on where the weapon meta will turn, I would say that Recluse will still be good on PC is what I was already going to say, and that I still worry, I still worry that given enough time and given enough of the maps in rotation, lane camp, pulse rifle, scout rifle, sniper, lane camp, range, team shot will continue to get a foothold. People have already been playing like that since vanilla. They still play like that. And that play style has been given some, some more footing. Um, unfortunately, range nerf to hand cannons. Uh, and then this change to recluse is going to make the close quarters fighting a little bit more difficult. So I think you're going to see a lot of team shotting on lanes and then shotgun for pushes. So, um, now somebody might say there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with using pulses and team shotting. I'm not, I'm not criticizing you. I'm never going to call you a destiny dad. I'm a destiny dad. (laughs) I have two kids and I like pulse rifles in the crucible. So you can make fun of me all you want. There's never going to be an esport or a tournament for your sweatband. So you can make fun of people that use pulse rifles and set on lanes all you want. I mean, the the people that are trying to turn this into an esport and want everybody to run hand cannons and, and shotguns and, and that's pretty much it because those are the higher skill, you know, expression weapons. You're just, it's just a, it's just a total freaking fool's errand. Um, so that's kind of where I think things are going to go. And unfortunately, I think that's a threat to the future of trials. If, and when trials comes back, because a lot of the maps just favor that passivity, um, you could make an argument that rewarding passivity um, shouldn't be so rampant. It shouldn't be uh, in a game that is, that is, uh, centered around space magic and 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 guns and feeling powerful. Um, I do think it's a little convoluted to reward so much passivity, sitting back with your teammates and, and shooting down lanes. Um, mainly because there's not a lot of way to counter that on a lot of the maps. You can't really counter pe- people doing that. You enter a lane or a doorway, and if two people are shooting snipers, uh, pulses or, or scouts your your time to kill and your life expectancy is just is just absurdly low you don't have a lot of a pivot you don't really have a lot of like a response time from that that's one of the things I really would love to see destiny bring to the table I know the dodge move and the and the and the, sh- and the shade step move for the hunter is part and parcel to the identity but 
even just a little quick sidestep uh, being able to do that in outer worlds is really fun when you see an enemy start to shoot like acid at you getting that little boop that little juke move they, they could maybe afford to give us something like that even in PvE I've said that before we don't have a lot of lateral agility in the game so a lot of the times you either face tank or or backpedal and so it would be cool to give us some lateral agility and, and not only have that on the hunter maybe it's too late though they've kind of established that as like one of the hunter's tricks in his bag so um, I would think I would think that there's I don't have a problem with people playing that way but I think that gets really frustrating for high skill players solo players or people that want to kind of move around the map it's difficult to do that it's difficult to disrupt them there are maps that don't really favor the lane camp and the pulse and the team shot pulse meta there are maps that don't favor that and I think that that's probably one of the only reasons that it'll never really get uh It'll never get attacked. Like, Bungie's not going to try to attack that meta. I think what they should do, though, is try and create more maps where that's not, like, the go-to strategy. And I think that's one of the things they're really going to have to think about for Trials, is not having maps that lack dynamic, you know, approaches and flanks and verticality. When you lack dynamic approaches to positions, it gets very, very frustrating because you don't feel you have a whole lot of options. It's basically blitz to the choke point watch the choke point team shot whatever dumb dumb peaks and then that's basically it there's not a lot of uh freedom and dynamic experiences there so uh oh and zur is in the game right now where is he um zur is selling mask of the quiet one skull of the dire Avgar, ophidius spath and new five swords I can go and have him pulled up on the... Uh, oh, he's at IO. Okay. I can have him pulled up on the screen because a lot of people are going to come in and want to see what he has. So we'll head there now. Um, we're 10 minutes in. I'm, I'm, I forgot about that it was Friday. Sorry. Gallert Born says, Have we always been focused on homogenous meta weapons? Uh, I remember having a sense of variety and unique loadouts in the game at one point. I missed this. Well, and that's what I think people are misunderstanding is you'd have to go back and it's, it's hard to remember... Because, honestly, I think people did this in Destiny 1. I think you got your favorite weapon, and that was, like, basically all that you used. So that's why people don't think it's that big of a deal to use the Recluse for literally months and months and months and months and months and months and literally never sell anything else, right? So... The reason they're okay with that is I think a lot of people spent their time in D1 using the same weapons. And I think for some of us, we didn't do that. I was always switching out scouts. People were like, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's an angel's advocate. What's that? Oh, that's a treads upon stars. What's that? Oh, it's, it's a Mago loop, right? And I think, I think to a certain degree, um, people forget that there, that that's not necessarily like a good thing. Is that the, is that the way it pulls out of collections with 20 discipline? Does skull pull out with 20 discipline? So I think sometimes people forget that like variety is not the enemy. Yeah, you can pull it out of collections with a, with a, with good discipline. Um, it's basically just the the collection uh, the collection version. I always try to pull from here to see if I can get uh, a good uh, piece of armor. And we got a skull. Let's cross our fingers here. A sixty one uh, with nineteen recovery and sixteen discipline. That's worth keeping. That is not a bad uh, and it's void. That is not a bad drop right there. That's why you should always buy that uh, from Zur every week. Uh, keep in mind, Zur is not here for you as a longtime player. Zur is here for basically everybody else, and then you can do that uh, each week. So there you go. Um, 
I just got a really good roll on that just buying that. Unfortunately, you can't buy this on each character, right? It's just once per week per account. I wish you could I wish you could buy that once per character. I think that would be uh, I think that would be fair. So, uh, but again, back to your question. I think this is a good question, but I think we need to remember. I really, really do think if everybody in chat would even chime in and give testimony, there was probably one weapon that you used for a year. You were just like, it was my favorite weapon. Fatebringer for a lot of people. Uh, Vision of Confluence for a lot of people. And that was like, that was the gun you used for basically an entire year. Um, and so I think that by and large right now, no one questions yeah hung jury was another one i think that sort of trained people to think that way this is my weapon this is my favorite weapon i'm just going to use this so they're like that's why they look at you and they're like just use something else i'm happy to keep using recluse i'm happy to keep using midnight coup ikelos shotgun we've had these debates numerous time in the life cycle of destiny 2 because i think people really really did that in destiny 1 i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that it just seems strange to me and obviously to gallerborn with their question it seems strange in a looter shooter to be like I'm I, I'm just gonna keep using this piece of loot from 12 months ago and not really care about any of the new loot it, that, that, that seems to me dissonant and not in sync with a game that prides itself on loot it's a looter shooter so I, I, I would think that you would want uh, to continue to use new stuff at least every 12 to 18 months rotating stuff out there is just something really really fun right now about running a loud lullaby a love and death a divinity the ariana's vow uh the the uh the gospel the 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 subjunctive uh the 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 the, the one small step I, i'm using all these different guns from the season and they're really really fun i think people miss out on that um and they're just running the same old same old same old i mean that one night where i was having some drinks and i called t-funk a basic b uh, you missed it. I actually swore on stream. It's a pretty funny clip. Uh, every once in a while I do that. And I, you know, I called him a basic B because he was like, I don't care about any of the new stuff. I think he was being tongue in cheek, but he was saying, I just run Ikelos shotgun, midnight coup, and, and I think he said whisper or something like that. Or one K words. I forget what he said. And it was just like, yeah, cause you're basic. Like why keep being basic? Uh, you know, run something new, try something new. Loud Lullaby is actually really, really fun, and it's really, really nice in endgame content. 110s in general feel really good in endgame content, especially with Unstoppable. Uh, You can use Unstoppable as a really good utility in 980 content to stun enemies. Uh, You get a brief stun on them, and then you can line up those nice headshots on them, and the the damage output's solid, and Demolitionist is really nice. I think I'm going to start trying to use a Rampage version in the harder content to see if I like it a little bit more than Demo. Demo feels really good in content where you can kill ads quickly, but 980 content, you can't do that as much, but now that I'm 971, it might actually get some more footing. Demolitionist on a a hand cannon that's running anti-barrier feels really good, because especially what you're obviously hoping they running breach refractor alongside of it so loud lullaby feels really nice resident recon um now before i move on i do want to say this we need something new that is not just like here's a gun with perks that you're used to I, I, w- I will always agree with that. I mean, I, I guarantee you people are going to go to the comments and say, well, Lono, you're talking about all these new guns, but they're basically the same as guns that you've been using for a really long time. That's true, but they look different, sound different, and feel different. So experientially, my, my, my experience is changing. And I, 
at the same time though i will agree with you it would we do need new perks and that's part of this discussion about the recluse you got to start to rein everything in to work within a certain threshold of power so that there's room for new perks to come in and shine and potentially be attractive to people Resident Recon says, sorry if this has been said before, but the more Bungie nerfs things, the more I'm convinced that they need to take after Warframe and separate PvP and PvE with nerfs and buffs. Uh, What are your thoughts? Here's the thing. They do this periodically, okay? They do this periodically, and I think that they do need to separate them. And here's one of the examples I've given recently that you might not even be thinking about. But once you hear this, I think you'll start to see why we need basically a brand new game and a brand new engine because this is going to take way too much time for them to do. But it's a good example of why it needs to happen. If they really want to go down the road of action MMORPG with lots of stats, lots of depth, lots of investment in creativity and builds and freedom for the player, they got to separate. And I'll give you a real easy example. Resilience, okay? If I completely lower other other uh, other stats like recovery and other things, at the cost of that, I'm getting lots of resilience. There's almost no measurable benefit from having tons of resilience in PvE. And the reason for that is, if you could turn yourself into a tank, it would ruin Crucible. No one wants to play rock, paper, scissors. Oh, here comes a guy. Bam, bam, bam. Wait, he's not, bam, he's not dead. What the bam? What's happening? You can't turn people into five taps. And, and you're a three tap. That's that. Anybody who thinks that's okay, you would trust me. Trust me. You would hate it. You would hate it after it, it's the meta settled. Because everybody would run high resilience in the crucible, and then everybody would be a five tap. And now you have really slow TTK. And now you have more people feeling like they need to team shot and hold hands with their teammates, and they can't make plays because you've elongated time to kill. Like there's a happy middle ground with time to kill. You have to make time to kill. Like in a nice happy lane where you can three tap there's got to be decent time to kill or it's really tough to make plays as a solo player you're just going to create another long long slow TTK team shot meta where everybody runs high resilience and anybody who's unlucky enough to have a high resilience build is going to like lose every freaking gunfight they get in so that's why they need to split it resilience is the easiest example you can be given because it's like I should be able to basically become a tank in PvE, and then Bungie could create unique roles, unique instances where you really want to be able to tank tons of damage while lowering your other stats. Recovery and these other things don't matter because you're the meat shield. They can't really do that at the present time. So, casual gamer with 13 months, welcome back. Lucky number 13. Kulak Gizmo. So you think the amount of energy... Return by perks such as demolitionist should scale with weapon types such as special and heavy giving more back. I don't know where I land on this in particular. I would think, yeah, maybe because if I'm using my fusion, somebody was telling me today there's you know you can get the fusion rifle from the menagerie with demolitionist. You know, given the lower amount of ammo and and the and the charge time and everything else, it would be nice if demolitionist maybe gave you a better return on that. Uh, especially since you wouldn't be able to run demolitionist and anti-barrier rounds because it's a fusion. Um, there's a lot of really, really strong grenade uptime builds right now, and people are like, oh, they're going to nerf demolitionist. I don't think they're going to nerf demolitionist. Demolitionist isn't the problem. There's numerous ways that you can gr- generate grenade energy, and when you start stacking those things, you get insane, insane, you know, grenade uptime. And demolitionist is not to blame. Demolitionist is just one piece to the puzzle that I would argue needs left alone because Breach Refractor could leave next season and then it would probably be okay for you to run 
demolitionist and some of the ability some of the exotics keep in mind they're exotics that feed you that grenade energy uptime um you can kill more ads faster so you're getting more back overall same with rocket yeah i guess that's probably true especially if you line up a bunch of thrall and shoot one shot of fusion you could get four or five you know low trash ads with that it's probably yeah it's probably actually fine the way that it is Zalia says, what are good hand cannons for PvP except Ace of Spades and not Forgotten? Uh, good hand cannon for Crucible would be the Service Revolver if you like to shoot really, really fast. That one's got some good rolls that you can get. Really, really good uh, rolls on the Awestringer. Those are ones you could actually chase. You could actually chase the Awestringer and get a good roll in the Menagerie. Um, spare rations is really hard to chase so I wouldn't recommend going for that one but if you have a god roll spare rations go for it Uh, service revolver is a little bit harder to chase too but at least you can token dump at Zavala and hope for one Uh, Awestringer can get really good rolls on it and you can actually chase it Uh, you can get really good rolls on waking visual as well and that's another one you can chase in the menagerie so um Spare rations would be great if there was an intentional farm, and then the last word is good if you can if you can wield it. Some people really struggle with it, but if you can wield it, the uh, the spare ration. I'm sorry, the uh, the last word is really really strong. It's um, in the right hands. It almost feels like a laser beam. Uh, it's high noon. Says at the very end of the TWAB, they mentioned escalation protocol. Uh, what do you think they will do? Yeah, when they mentioned Escalation Protocol, they mentioned it as like a quality of life update, so I wouldn't be surprised if they changed the way you get the armor, and then the armor itself. Um, I feel like next season of Dawn, I think Escalation Protocol is, and I don't, and I don't, I don't get inside intel, I've been saying that one a lot, like, hey, in season of Dawn, let's revisit EP. I have a sneaking suspicion that they might do that, and they might even throw... You know how right now you go into your inventory and like there's a little icon for Season of the Undying on certain uh, armor pieces like the Vex Offensive armor. I wouldn't be surprised if next season, Season of Dawn, that little icon shows up on Escalation Protocol armor and it gets the seasonal mod slot. Um, I would be 100% okay with that. It's a fun grind. It's a cool activity. Uh, they could also make it so that you could instance into Escalation Protocol matchmaking and take it out of the public space because it freaking ruins Mars as a flashpoint. It ruins it. It's like it's there, you never get ever 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 you never get to do the public activities, the public uh, events. You never get to do them. Some some dumb idiot always hits Escalation Protocol, kills a bunch of thralls, and then leaves. Um, so I would say make it six player match made, uh, and update how we earn the armor. And while you're at it, throw the hand cannon in the weapon pool, random rolls on the guns, and maybe even have the guns rotate the way that Ultra Sorrows does. Ship that, and I would go for the SMG and the hand cannon. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. You could maybe even go for a one-two punch Icolos. That'd be really, really fun. Warjack Prime. Do you think the real problem with Recluse is just how good it is on PC? It, uh, it looks way too good when watching streamer PC players. Didn't seem that great when I used it on Xbox. Uh, body damage getting a 93% buff is just absurd. No, no matter how good you are, it's the level of damage for what you did. You killed a trash ad or got a kill in Crucible, and you're getting a 93% damage buff to body shots. It's absurd. It's a 900 RPM SMG, so it's a thoughtless, thoughtless weapon with that damage perk. Um, as it exists right now. Just make Escalation point, uh, Protocol count towards the Flashpoint. Don't know why they didn't have done that from the beginning. 
That's true too. Maybe they could do that. I still think you should be able to match make into EP. Uh, Afer, Afer says, what weapons would you say will be used more, become more viable now that the recluse? I already answered this question about how I think the meta will shift. Just more ranged team shotting. Um, do you think the community from Hughes here, do you think the community will start giving up on Destiny? If Bungie keeps putting these guns out like recluse and people grind uh, and they get them, just to be useless like the breakneck and the redrix. No, player base numbers are healthy. These sorts of assertions and assumptions are always way off base. Uh, where can I buy your shirt? We answered that one, the Captain America shirt, not my actual Say No to Rage shirt. If you guys listening in all the other locations are interested in Say No to Rage merch, we just launched a bunch of stuff on Teespring, and the all-over print shirt that they launched, the first one we did, is awesome. So go to Teespring and just search for Say No to Rage, and you'll find it. Uh, also on Teespring, we'll be launching very soon an ugly Christmas sweater. It'll say Merry Frickmas on it. And uh, it's going to be for our Merry Frickmas special that we do, uh, we'll be doing this year. So that'll be live soon. A lot of people that listen to the audio or video versions later might not know that I do merch. I don't push it that often, but Teespring has done a killer, killer job uh, with the merch. Ashen Hollow, this nerf happening next week or next season? Next season. They were just talking about it. Uh, Bull Tipper, does the recluse discussion uh, bring even more light to the topic of all guns and armor need a PvE balance and PvP balance? Already answered this question. It would be nice if they could split the game down the middle. A really good example of that is resilience. Commander Tyke, how do you feel about Xenophage changes? Do you think that it should crit or get an ammo buff? I feel like it should get both buffs because it's exotic. I'm going to wait and try it. What do they say? A 75% buff? Oh no, 50%. Um... A 50% buff to Xeno. I'm really interested in how that's going to play out. I really think the reload and the and the ammo capacity is going to be where a lot of people are probably going to be like, eh, it's still not worth using. Um, it should hit for 30k now. Somebody run the math, because Eugene's saying 15k per shot. Xeno should crit? No, they've said by design it's not supposed to crit. They don't want it to be that. They're 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 trying to work within its lane, and that's not what they want it to do. Um, I'm curious what it's going to hit for, because it, the thing is the thing is easy to use, uh, and it's bulky. Fifty percent buff puts total damage fifty k more than a hundred fifty RPM spike nade launcher. You think it's going to surpass a spike nade launcher, which it should. It's a freaking exotic. Um, yeah, I'll be curious to see how, what what it, what it ends up doing as total damage output because it's really easy to use. I think the reload is going to be the biggest thing that hurts it, but a lot of the damage phases now are getting short, so it might be fine. Um, it might be fine because you have such short damage phases a lot of the times now. You just want to buff and do as much as you can. Um, oh, I got kicked for being inactive. Uh, next, que- uh, next question is from C. Rodriguez Can uh, saw someone on Reddit today campaigning for less random rolled guns and more pinnacle ritual grinds I disagree what are your thoughts on this we read that last night and I just couldn't believe I, I-, I could not believe how I oh, it's it was it's just it's dumb it is it's a dumb suggestion 
they nobody thinks beyond their nose everyone's just like right here like i just want to get great unique weapons and then that's all they think and he writes this big post now the reason that thing was getting upvoted was because the title is what everybody's upvoting a lot of people are not taking the time to read his post it only had like 171 comments and it had like 2.4 thousand update uh, upvotes right 2.4 thousand people are not going in there and reading that and, and 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 only 171 people leave comments right so this is the problem with his suggestion it, and it is it is a massive massive flaw in in his reasoning and his logic he wants to basically go back to the days of escalation protocol where you grind the event like crazy and it's no drop no drop no drop no drop this is annoying this is annoying and then all of a sudden you get the gun and you're done done like that's the problem random rolls are the key to a loot grind and to a content loop and to a hobbyist style live service game everybody that doesn't understand that ends up making really really stupid suggestions like basically what he wants them to do is create content loops like the lectern i guess i don't even know how you would do this the lectern or the vex offensive and he wants to run it up x number of times and get a unique weapon and then be done that has got to be again one of the absolute dumbest suggestions you could make for this game and it got tons of upvotes on reddit because his title was we don't need more loot we need better loot and everyone's like yay that sounds good and then you go in and read it and you're like wait a minute hold on you want to turn every activity into escalation protocol where i'm grinding for a static rolled weapon and then once i get it the activity means literally nothing to me it's far better if you're grinding for a god roll every time it drops you're excited the whole time you're grinding your brain is engaged and worried like oh am i gonna get it am i gonna get it am i gonna get it and then when you finally get it there's other weapons in the activity to grind for as well and then you set your sights on those Going back down the rabbit hole of static rolls where you grind the activity, it's so binary and boring and brain dead. It's like you're literally it's a zero or a one. You're either getting it or you're not. It's zero or a one. Zero, 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 one. Done. I'm done. I, I, I got the thing. I don't need to run that activity anymore. I, you can't treat this game that way. Again, there is there is no way all those people that upvoted that actually read what he suggested. It's like, dude, we've come so far with random rolls, and you want to take us back to the Stone Ages to go back where we like grind an activity for a static roll gun. And his example was, I really like getting a unique weapon like the loaded question, and then that you know I kind of take that everywhere. Look. I am not going to disagree with the idea that we need more unique perks and maybe even curated roles on aspirational content loot pools like, I don't know, curated roles on the raid weapons that are super unique and have combinations of perks you can't get anywhere else. I'll agree with that till the cows come home, but I'm never going to agree with somebody that says, let's go in and gut all these great grind value points of random roles and just put static roll ritual weapons everywhere. Again, that's the only way I can put it is it is a dumb suggestion it would be completely it would be acid and it would be a diluting effect on everything we gained when they brought random rolls to the game 
you're gonna absolutely murder grind when you do that you're gonna go back to where once your buddy got his ep shotgun he had no desire to play that activity anymore it was like i got i don't care i felt that sense of dread i got the third ep weapon and i was like ep is now dead to me Oh, but you could go for the armor. Well, back then there was no reason to. It was everything was everything was cosmetic. I didn't feel like doing a weekly. And even still, even still, even if I would have gone for the armor, it's one run, it's one completion to get the armor every week. There's no grind. Bungie creates content loops, whether it's the lectern, the nightmare hunts, uh, Vex offensive strikes, nightfalls, uh, nightmare hunts. Um, the dungeon, uh, the altar of sorrows. These are content loops that you're supposed to, you're supposed to loop and you just want to God roll and then be done. You know what I mean? It's like that. Now you get the God roll and you can stop. Right. But, but the difference is, is that the whole time you're going for the God roll Mugsley, Mugsley, you're excited that it might drop. If it's purely a transaction of time, like a ritual weapon, you just play a bunch and finally get it. It's 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 a terrible suggestion. Preferred Leaf with almost two years of subs. Welcome back. Jason Schreier has a new article on Anthem and Bioware, planning something like Anthem next. I told you, they, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Everybody thinks I'm an idiot. I really, truly believe Anthem can be saved. I really, truly do. It had a special, special sauce. The core gameplay had a special sauce, and that's why people got so mad when it lacked endgame. I said they should call it Anthem Genesis and reset the entire the entire game. Any anything they come up with, they have they have to have the right vision. They have to capture that vision, cast that vision, drive that vision, and then reset the whole dadgum game. Call it Anthem Genesis or something, where you go through the Anthem of Creation, it resets the whole world, you start all the way over, and let people experience the game from the beginning to the end, how it's supposed to be built as some type of min-maxing or loot pursuit game. I'm dead serious. I think they can do it. They need the funding and the right leadership. It's a complete overhaul, according to Jason. I really, really hope my ability to be a prophet about these things lands on that game, because I really liked it. I did. I liked the core gameplay. And my Lonostradamus nickname, I really hope I nailed that one because I, I, I believe I believe in that game's core gameplay. There was something special about it. H. Mongolite. Lono, do you think we will get a new sandbox change for the new season? As much as I dislike PvP when I play it, uh, this meta is by far the worst since Forsaken. I think the fun factor is not there when people just lay in camp with Pulse and Scout. I think everybody kind of overstates their least favorite thing about it. Some people say it's nothing but recluse and shotguns, and you say it's nothing but laying camping with Pulses and Scouts. Like, everybody sort of uh, makes different claims. Um... So I, I would say I would say that uh, there is a meta change coming. They said that in the pl- they said that in the post. They said that there will be uh, there will be a sandbox update next season. And these are the first two things they want to talk about. Papa Twenty Gamer, do you think the change from pinnacle weapons to ritual weapons would have made the nerf easier to deal? Like if they still had really good pinnacle perks like Delirium ETC. Um, I don't know. I, I think the ritual weapons was just sort of their way of, of, of softly taking the band-aid off. I just think they should have ripped the band-aid off. Um, I think they should have ripped the band-aid off and in its place been like, okay, no more pinnacle weapons, but we're going to give you a seasonal rank with with Zavala, Shax, and Drifter. And the more you play, you'll get cooler stuff for your character. So you'll really stand apart if you're a hardcore grinder, you know, 
uh, sparrows, shaders, ornaments for your armor, something like that, I think would have been a better pivot. They pivoted to pinnacle weapons, and everyone's like, thanks, I hate it. Now, the, the, the SMG from Gambit people are saying, oh, it's not too bad, but the you know the machine gun is eh, and then the, the... Well, Randy's throwing knife, I think everybody really understates how good it is. Everyone acts like, oh, we didn't get pinnacle weapon. Well, Randy's is a really strong weapon from what I've heard. Everybody says it's really great, so... I don't know if it's fair to act like they didn't give you pinnacles because they gave you like a really, really good and in some respects a unique scout that you can't get anywhere else. Same thing with the SMG. The machine gun's probably the most disappointing one of the bunch. Um, Edgewise is not eh. Maybe the Edgewise isn't eh. Machine guns are eh. They need to bring machine guns up and maybe the Edgewise would then be more appealing. Nothing's appealing right now in machine guns for me aside from like the Delirium. I just, I don't think that they're, I think machine guns absolutely suck right now. Uh, they murdered him against bosses. And I'm not going to use a dadgum heavy for ads. That's just stupid. Very rarely will I use an SM, a, a machine gun for ads like a, the shields on a like Master Nightfall Hunt boss room or something. Um, Cricket uh, says uh, you suggested adding more perks. Do you feel that that has the potential to dilute the loot pool and increase the grind for a god roll? I don't how does adding more perks dilute the loot pool? Your logic there is escaping me. Having more perks in the loot pool would not dilute it. It would give it vibrance and make you want to chase stuff. And sure, increase the grind for god roll? Why the F not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> now, I think what you mean, I think what you mean is maybe bloat the, the perk pool is what you meant to say, right? If there's too many perks on a given gun, the perk pool is bloated, not diluted. It's bloated, which means it's really, really hard to get a god roll. If that's your logic, which I think that is, I think maybe you just used the wrong word. If if that's the case, then I would say it's not a matter of numeric perks. Like, I'm not saying go to every gun archetype and say, okay, here's all the existing perks, add 10 more. No, supplant 10 of them. Get rid of some of them and add new. Like, how about a hand cannon that can't run, that cannot get swash, multi-kill clip, kill clip, or rampage. You get rid of all those damage perks and you bring in a bunch of different crazy elemental perks like chain lightning or napalm or incendiary rounds or I don't know. Like, get rid of all the damage perks and then add some crazy cool elemental perks. I'm not saying when I say that, oh yeah, just completely, you just tack on a bunch more perks. When I say add new perks, a lot of the times I don't say this, maybe I should. That I mean like literally supplant existing perks. I would be totally fine if they got rid of every damage perk in the game tomorrow. Get the frick rid of them. Like, and let me start chasing unique roles and builds like Demolitionist or some of the elemental perks I just outlined. Or I I don't know, like, there, there's so many things they could do if they just got rid of damage perks. And then start coming in with new, new ideas. Demolitionist is already the best perk in the game. Damage perks are already uh, mediocre, in my opinion. It really depends, though, Flame, because if you do the right builds, you don't need Demolitionist. You can run Anti-Barrier with Breach Refractor and Nezerax, and if and if it's a if it's a Recluse or a Reckless Oracle, your grenade uptime is absurd. 
Um, you don't like, so then you might feel like, oh, I want to run a damage perk. Like you could run the Reckless Oracle with Swashbuckler and then run Anti-Barrier, Breach Refractor, and Nezerax and still have crazy good grenade uptime. Um, I, I don't know. I may want to agree with Flame that damage perks are kind of mediocre, but I would just say get rid of them because they just create this idea that like you either run demo or a damage perk, right? Like, you either run Demolitionist or a Damage Perk. We're kind of stuck between two choices now, which I'm happy to have another choice. I'm happy they lowered Damage Perks. But I'm telling you, get rid of them. Just add crazy Elemental Perks, I believe, are the future. I think, I I'm, I'm, I, I always get on this banjo, but I'm going to get on it again. A true return to primary, secondary, and heavy, and giving us true elemental primaries. So even my loud lullaby should have an element on it, and then you add a bunch of elemental perks like some of the ones I rattled off a little bit ago. I think that's the future of the weapon system in this game. I think you need to move away from damage perks, and you need to move more towards sci-fi or utility perks. I, you start using the blinding grenades on Wendigo, and you start benefiting from Demolitionist, and you get a glimpse into how stupid stupidly narrow and simple damage perks are it's like we're, we, we need to get a taste for that we need to get a taste for that a taste for guns that have either utility or synergy with our armor build or just i don't know unique efficiencies against certain weapon enemy types or something like we just we need to move away from damage perks damage perks are just they're thoughtless and they're just that's all they do there's just they're they're boring they're bland and they're thoughtless the only one that i like is swashbuckler because you can actually proc it in a unique way you can run in punch somebody and then start popping with a times five swash i do like that aspect i Personally, I feel like maybe Swash should only proc on a punch, and maybe I might like it a little bit more. Being able to stack it up to five off of kills, I don't know. It's just like a glorified Rampage uh, with with a, with a cooler application, you know, of getting it to max. I, I don't know. I just, I see a future where I'm shooting an auto rifle that's overheating, but because it's overheating, I'm lighting everybody on fire, and then because I light everybody on fire, if I light enough of them on fire, it gives me uh, it gives me fire frenzy, and I reload the gun really fast, or something like that. And now I'm, I'm not using a damage perk. I'm using I'm using a unique, elemental driven like utility utility based game advantage based perk instead of oh it does more damage. It's like. That's boring. That's boring. I want to use a pulse rifle that puts uh, miniature miniature telemetries on people. So I can, instead of going for all headshots on a group of ads, I could go headshot, 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 and it creates a telemetry effect. If you land those three headshots on ads that are like rapid headshots, you create all these void telemetries. It pulls the enemies together and causes an explosion. Let me do something like that. And don't make it a freaking exotic either. Like, move away from, you gotta kill, here's damage. No, you did a thing in a very particular way, and you got an in-game advantage. So, you could go into hard content like a Nightmare Hunt at 980 and say, guys, hold on, blip, 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 and I plant those three, like, telemetry anchors, and all of a sudden, it pulls them together, causes an explosion, and now they're all taking more damage or something. Like, I don't know. I'm literally making up ideas off the top of my head. I just thought of that one. My point is, is that if you move away from this, we need kinetic weapons, we can't have true elemental primaries, 
get the frick out of that 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 gutter way of thinking about the weapons and come up here where there's clean air go to a true primary secondary heavy system and go to a true elemental primary system and start giving us elemental perks so that guns feel more sci-fi space magic because again you get just go run go run some night nightmare masters at 980 and follow my guides and run like an ariana's vow and a, and a wendigo and once you start to feel a weapon that has utility and does something specific you as soon as you start feeling that you're like wait a minute there is something here there's something special here i don't just need to chase a damage perk anymore you go you meet the enemy on the battlefield and you outplay outsmart outstrategize them that is so satisfying instead of just everything is uh hey, you just get you just get your rampage going and just one shot everything like I, they're so man they're right there we're getting glimpses at where this game can go we're getting freaking glints glimpses where this game can go papa 20 gamer uh a follow-up to recon's question how do you feel about separate balances for pc and console if this is touchy man this is touchy i don't think they want to go down this rabbit hole i really really don't think they want to go down this rabbit hole um but they might need to they might need to I'm I'm not going to plant a flag on this ship and go out into the ocean and try and figure out these waters but they might start needing to say man these guns behave really differently (laughs) so maybe they need tweaked per platform I don't know if they can do it I don't know if they want to do it it's just like what they did the Lunas and Not Forgotten was so unnecessary it was only because of the way that guns work on console they needed to do something different it just rein the guns in a little bit in other ways they just they I don't know why they did not need to do what they did to those guns they really didn't it's Rondo Uh, one eyed mask still has 10 seconds of tracking buffed weapon damage and health regen I feel like this exotic should have been two exotics split into original four we had a long discussion about this that's not a question by the way Uh, we had a long discussion about this before the length of time on wall hacks is absurd in light of all of the other exotics that get wall hacks like what is faux tracer like three seconds or something Um, it's absurd it's absurd it doesn't one eyed mask the more I've thought about it, I'm like, why did they leave wall hacks even on there? I don't understand. <laughs> like, and 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 I never take I never take aim at the wall hacks. I always took aim at the overshield. So when I first read it, I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Because usually when I ran into one eyed mask in the crucible, it was some guy with recluse that nobody could kill because he has he has master of arms and an overshield. And it's like, well, that's freaking broken. Um, and when I was like, oh, no more overshield. That's pretty good. But the guys that play at a higher level. Uh, the guys that play at a higher level than me and they play at the competitive level, they're the ones that zero in on the wall hacks because that utility in a, in, a, in, a one, in, a, in a 1v1 fight lasting for 8 seconds is just nuts. Um, for PvE, you need the wall hack to know what enemy to kill with proc vengeance. Ro- no, no, no. Yeah, I get that. I get that, Eugene, but they're marked red. I don't, like, I only need the wall, if I, that's what doesn't make sense, like, if in PvE I'm gonna hide behind the wall, I'm probably just gonna wait for recovery, right? Don't use One-Eyed Mask in PvE, oh, I love One-Eyed Mask in PvE, people sleep on that in PvE, it's so good, it's so good, 
uh, my survivability in the last the last two times I've used a Titan on a day one raid, I use it in Last Wish and I use it in Garden of Salvation. And I my survivability was amazing. I died the least in both of those day one raids. Both. In like in Last Wish and Garden, I died the least because of one eyed mask. I'm like, man, why are you guys dying so much? And then you go back and watch the tapes and you're like, Lono, one eyed mask saved you like literally a hundred times. Like <laughs> in the last tw- in the last twenty minutes, one eyed mask literally saved your life like a hundred times. Um one eyed mask is so so good. <laughs> it's so good in challenging content. Uh people sleep on it, man, I'm telling you. Died a lot from not banking. That's true too. That wasn't day one though. Servo actuator. Maybe they should normalize the PvP gear like they do in the division. Mods still work, but the stats are normalized. What do you think? You're touching on um, a line of thinking that goes in a direction that I don't think we're ever going to be able to go because you're basically trying to minimize the space magic. And the minute you start making the game less destiny, then you're going to end up with Halo. And I don't think we want Halo. We've had so many people over the years suggest, let's go into a stripped down gun-based player, you know, playlist with no supers and no this and no that. And I'm telling you what, all you end up asking for is freaking Halo. Um, And nothing against Halo, uh, (laughs) nothing against Halo, but I don't think, um, I just, I don't think that that's destiny. Uh, I don't think that, that that's destiny. That's my biggest issue with it, um, is the more you do that, the less destiny you get, which is at that point, you're trying to build another game, which I've always kind of sometimes more soft and sometimes more harshly have said, go play another game. If you want a super competitive, super balanced shooter, like I don't want to be mean, but a lot of the times I th- I feel like a lot of these guys are taking years to come to the conclusion that this game is just not built for hyper balanced hyper competitive it just isn't it's it's a space magic game where you can throw you can throw bombs at people i just you're never you're never going to get that and if you're wanting to build that then i think you're going to be hard pressed to ever build that um there's always going to be that there's always going to be that that space magic esque uh thing um, I made that mistake once. Lolo Lo- Lo took me to the woodshed and gave me a proper whooping. Made what mistake? Trying to argue that we should go down into a like a a completely neutered playlist. Um, it listen, D two vanilla PvP was their attempt to do that, right? It wasn't it wasn't all the way neutered way down, but man oh man did they neuter the space magic, and D two vanilla PvP was just freaking awful man it was so bad and i you know it's bad when i'm putting up the same stats as dr lupo and ninja with noel like it was dumb we were playing competitive countdown and at the end of every game we all had basically the same stats because we're just all sharing kills like it was it was absurd um it was not it wasn't good uh, <laughs> I had sa- I had the same stats as some of the best players in the world. Uh, maybe not anymore. I mean, Lupo doesn't play that much, but at the time, Lupo and and Ninja with Noel and those guys, they were killers. And I had we had the same stats at the end of every game. It's like that's a problem. Like that shouldn't have. That's not how this should work. <laughs> that's not how this should work. Because they neutered all the magic. It was just a team shot fest. Um, I don't think it was the right call. Junk Blue J. 
What about pinnacle weapons with crazy new special perks like buffs anything else but damage? Do you think it would prevent power weapons, power problems like Reclus, uh, Not Forgotten Luna? Pinnacle weapons with crazy new special perks that buffs anything else but damage. I mean, at that point, I listen, the problem with pinnacle weapons that do that, let's say they take your idea, okay? They're going to still paint themselves into a corner. Because if you make enough of those weapons, eventually you're just going to run out of road and you're like, well, we've made an amazing weapon for every archetype and they're all they're all amazing and no one wants to run anything else. Like it's just it's a huge I think it's a huge huge risk. I think it's a huge huge risk anytime you do that. And I'm asking for really really strong raid weapons and curated roles and unique roles. I'm not always asking when I say that for best in class. I always say unique. The problem with something like that where you're saying you said crazy new special perks that buff anything but damage. Again, a crazy new special perk runs the risk of being a best-in-class weapon. Sorry, I really needed a drink. I was, like, dying. Ryan with the next question. Do you think the one-eyed mask nerf went far enough? Most people have more problems with the wall hacks. The more I've listened to the other side of the fence on this that really thinks wall hacks is a bigger deal than I originally was thinking, the more swayed I am that the 8 second wall hack timer is absurd in comparison to any other any other exotic that gives you wall hacks um there's the warlock one sanguine or whatever you gotta stay in the rift and then there's foe tracer that lasts for 3 seconds um so one eyed mask gives you 8 seconds cause you got shot and it also gives you a damage buff against that person uh I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. The more I've considered that, the more I've considered uh, that position, the more absurd it is. Sanguine granted to teammates as well, and it can last 12 to 20 seconds too. Right, but you're in a fixed position. And as soon as people see that you're in a rift, do you think they're going to challenge you? Like, oh, they're in a rift. They've got Sanguine on. It's a it's an empowering rift, maybe. Let's say that's what's going on. Well, the, the, the team can be like, well, don't... They have a rift down. Don't peek. <laughs> what are you supposed to do when a, when, a, when a sticks forward, running forward Titan, you shot him, and he shot you, and you're hurt, and you're around the corner, and he knows exactly where you are. I got hair getting in my glasses he knows exactly where you are and he gets a damage buff on you he just has to fly around the corner and kill you like what yeah w key titan like i <laughs> it's like it's not comparable to any of the other exotics that 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 get that it just isn't it's absurd it need it also needs address i'm glad i waited to do my one-eyed mask video we'll do that next week it'll land on youtube on Tuesday, the day after this one, but we'll do it next week on Monday and we'll talk about it because that that is I, I am gonna join that team and say wall hacks on that's gotta go or or be like two seconds or something. Cause you get a damage buff. Waiterade. Do you think we'll ever get a legendary heavy sniper rifle? Probably not. Ashen Hollow. Do they need to get rid of the pinnacle weapons and make them ritual? It sounds like they're slowly doing that. A lot of them have been changed. None of them are absurd right now other than Recluse. They need to fix Breakneck. They maybe need to fix Redrix. The rest of them are fine. Birdbro TV. 
what do you think about the idea of swapping out Master of Arms from Recluse uh, with that of the exotic Taraba? Recluse would still have its specialness, but still be less than that of an exotic. I, what they did is fine. I don't want to get lost in the minutia of a suggestion that they're not going to do. There's no real point in discussing that. They're not going to do that. Bolt Zipper. What if there were PvP modes that you could only play with certain guns? Just discussed this a moment ago. This is not Destiny, so play a game that has set loadouts if you want that. Off topic, do you think we could go to an action RPG road that a time may come when we can implement skill trees more akin to Borderlands? Yes. And I would say probably in the next game. I don't think they could do that in the existing game, but I definitely think they could do that in the next game. Really, really iterate on skill trees and customization and depth. Um, And the example I've usually used is we have a thousand cuts throwing knives, okay? What if there were like 10 different versions of throwing knives that you could spec into and try and decide that you like? Like one version of throwing knives, maybe you can just rapidly throw them, but they're really, really weak, but they do a burning effect that's good for stunning the enemy. Maybe you can throw them very infrequently, but they're really, really strong uh, and they and they stun the they stun big enemies. Uh, another one could be a vampire effect. You know, you if you get the kill, it heals you. You could have all these different versions of throwing knives, you know, something like that where you're you're modifying them you're what's it called in borderlands augment you're augmenting the abilities or whatever i could definitely see that i i usually looked to elder scrolls online as an example of you get the ability and then the more you drill down then that ability and you change it and try different versions of that ability i really like that in the elder scrolls online and they could do something similar there too so that's roughly an hour of Q&A, roughly 30, 32 questions. I'm going to go ahead and wrap there um, so I can eat, and then we can play some Star Wars. Uh, if you're here right now, don't go anywhere. Make sure you're following the channel. Make sure you're following me on Twitter. Uh, if you're listening in all the other locations, I really appreciate you doing that. Please like, share, and subscribe.